Welcome back to the Only Football Fans podcast. This week's episode not only includes our usual weekly breakdown of the weekend's matches, it also features our reaction to the announcement of the European Super League, along with our live reaction of the moment that it all broke down. Hope you enjoy! Welcome back, ladies and gents. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a strange one this week, mourning the death of uh, football as we know it, as well as uh, going through the games as we usually do. So, um, yeah, we did put a bit of a poll out on our Twitter and Instagram this week and just put the feelers out what people want to hear from us really this week if they want us to just crack on as normal and not talk too much about European Super League because it's been a lot in the press and on every podcast and channel going but the, the the audience have spoken lads and they do want us to go go over it but we'll leave that till till last because i fear that we might get a bit waylaid if we if we start off with that and we just end up going on for fucking six months without ever getting through to the games so we will start with the games from the weekend boys um but based on the whole esl i will not be addressing the six clubs by their names. It's just not happening. Um, so the first game we're going to go through is for you, Dave, and it's North London versus Fulham. 1-1, one, one, a one-all draw, mate. What was your thoughts? Well, um, obviously, my reactions at the time are kind of... Um, they've changed in my mind from obviously the events of the last day or so, I'll, so I'll speak how I felt at the time. At the time, we needed three points. Fulham needed three points and a draw doesn't help either team, to be honest. It, both teams sort of trudged off as if it was a bit useless, um, a useless point for, for each team. But um, I felt that we, we weren't at our best by any means, but we were we were the better team. Fulham were th- their usual, typical, hard-to-beat self. But um, I didn't think they played very well, to be honest. Um we, we were the better side. We scored a goal that was rightfully offside. Scored another one, which was another one of them width of a hair offsides. Um, I think you could say probably if you're just just off, but still it's just frustrating when you, they draw the lines. They draw that line and you think, what, what's he lining that up with? The defender's foot or, or the arm? Oh, no. Yeah, but as soon as they go right, that's that's where the defender's line is. The line that comes through is about six inches thick. And then they're trying to pick, then the second line comes through, trying to pick out where Saka's toe is. You can't even see where it is in that, in that thick yellow line. And then they go, yeah, off. you just think you made your mind up there. And the thing is, it's not like Saka is the one who puts the ball in the net. There's a fair little bit of play that continues after. This is exactly what we've been talking about. That's the sort of thing that should just be waved on. It's not really effective. He was even moving backwards away from the goal. It's, it was bollocks. In- it's like we've said, isn't it? Like it was all, all brought in to rectify clear and obvious errors. Exactly. And, that, and like, you know what I mean? That one took so long to pick it out. It, it should have. We, we were the better side. We deserved to be in front at that point, and it would have just led to a nice, easy three points. Really, the way the game was going, but Fulham got away with it. And then we come out in the second half and pretty much the first time Fulham went forwards, um, they got a penalty. And again, it was, the thing that led to it was um, 
again, Gabriel had a bit of a done one of those tackles where you just knew if you tackle this guy, the ball's going to sit lovely for the next guy. So mm. you should adjust how you're going in for that tackle or, or, or just not do what he did because the way he tackled him, he left it beautifully for um, Lamina to run onto it. Gabriel's then compounded a bit of a half mistake by then swinging at him, giving him a chance to go over. I mean, initially, I was quite confident. It looked totally like a dive. And I was like, yep, get VAR out. Let's have a look at this one. And I'm like, yeah, he's decided he's going to dive before the, the foot's even come in. And then even after he's in the air, one of them little flicks, um, just, just to finish it off. <laughs> thinking, yeah, overturn this. But then obviously they, they zoom in and there's the, the tiniest little tiniest touch on his on his toe but that would not bring him down and he'd made his mind up that he was going to dive and I've seen ones like that overturned from where the player's looking looking for it so again it's, it's not a penalty in my opinion Gabriel again yeah, no, it won't. it's just uh, not Gabriel, isn't it Dave it's naive Gabriel Gabriel he, he gave him a chance there so, and, and the players you know what I mean Fulham they're fighting for their lives they don't hold it against the player they're going to he's going to go for that oh. uh, but I felt like VAR should have seen that he was looking for it and, and not given it. But then, I'll tell you what, it's a it's a nervy pen as well, isn't it? He, he oh, he's got under even that. before that, they they, they bring it gone, back. I'm telling you, they, they they bring it back to see if it was actually offside. And you're looking at it thinking, is that offside? <laughs> just as marginal as as the one before. I mean, I personally, I would say, yeah, onside, play on. But when you're being that tight with disallowing our goal, I was hoping for the same. And when the problem is they draw the line and think, OK, they're, they're working everything off the lines. But you're, they're forgetting about when the ball's released. Because when you look on, on the replay of, of the ball, the ball's not clearly left his foot. And they, they move it one frame forward, one frame back. Oh, that'll do. Let's draw the line. When actually it could have easily been another frame onwards with the ball not actually leaving contact of his foot. Mm. And then he, he could have been offside. But either way, I think, I think yeah, that should have been onside because I hate them type calls and Slacker's goal should have been onside. But anyway, then it set it up for us just pushing, pushing, pushing. Like you said, yeah, Madger was fucking thanking God that that ball didn't fly over the bar there the other week. <laughs> it was but, close um, enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we was pushing, pushing, pushing. Again, not creating bucket loads of chances, but enough to win the game or get back into the game. Don't know how Pepe didn't put that header in, the uh, greatest yeah. really from Ariola. And then at the end, I felt when it, it was it was deserved to nick it. I think we should have, uh, it was, we deserved at least a draw, probably the three points. So, yeah, a bit gutting, but obviously yeah. we'll go, obviously, into the conversation we're going to have a bit later, but now I'm thinking like, does it even matter? <laughs> of course. Well, look, that, that's the thing. Look, look, we are going to sort of fly through these match breakdowns as such because mm. there's a like, wider argument with, with, like you said, does does it even matter? So, um, yeah, it's one of them, isn't it, at the moment? We sort of don't know. It's a bit up in the air. But, yeah, I know, I know where you're coming from with that, mate. Um, like I said, we'll, we'll, scoop, we'll scoop through these. So, we'll move on quickly over to, to Kyle's boys. Um, I never call them by their real name anyway. Um, it's called a scum still. Just yeah, I, scum I, still I was gonna sake. call you scum, but I'm, I'm gonna go down the whole pro evo route like I have with Dave's boys. Um, so man red three, 
Burnley won. <laughs> so, um, yeah, our uh, our scammer. What's your thoughts, mate? Um, yeah, no, well, it was a good win. I thought it was quite a comfy game, actually. Again, I thought we controlled it from start to finish. Really. I had a few little moments. Well, I say start to finish, excluding the first 14 seconds when Hendo's come running out and let old, <laughs> your, your, your old boy just fuck, have a little nod. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, when, it, when, it, when he was offside, I thought, thank fuck for that. I mean, yeah, he's had a mess. He, he actually had pretty worst game in a United shirt for me, Hendo, on Sunday. He was just a fucking mess. But He had that yeah. one in the second half as well, didn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He come rushing out in the second half. And, but it wasn't, it wasn't even just that. Like, there, was a, there was a few little bits. And then he's, he's got his little hat on on the second half that he's nicked from Lost Property or something. Like, fucking... <laughs> like, he just, yeah, he just, he just weren't his best game at all. But I thought, yeah, just everyone else, I thought the game was quite comfy. I mean, obviously, yeah, Woods up front was a handful, like he always is. But I felt we dealt with him all right. And just, yeah, it was quite a comfy game. And I'd say Greenwood's, um, he's turned a corner for me massively now. He's been he's been doing it slowly, slowly but surely for a little while. Surely? But it's not... So, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's nice that, you know, he's picking up a few goals here and there now, which I, I think he ain't fully back yet from where he, the standards he sort of set last year. But he's he's getting there and I'm, I'm happy for him. Absolutely buzzing for the boy. But yeah, no, nice nice little 3-1. That's it, that's it you know. It, it sort of can, can be a bit of a banana skin, old Burnley, really. I hope you don't beat them since 2015 at Old Trafford. Jesus Christ, really? Wow. Yeah, it's the first time we beat them since 2015 or something. Like that. When I said, I thought, fucking hell. Yeah, I mean, the last team that won, you had Phil, you had Phil Jones in the team. Ro- roll hole! Um, you, um, you had a, yeah, it was just mad, the team that beat them. Thing is, man, yeah. I hate the rat, I hate the rat bastard, but you've got to, you've got to salute his step over there for the goal, mate. The great dummy, oh, isn't it? Unreal. I actually, I was actually saying that I don't think of things like that. I'm hitting that left foot. I'm just, I'm just swinging a left foot at that. That's I'm why not you're not playing it. in the Premier League, bro. Yeah, I'm. I don't trust that that's going to roll to him. But yeah, and he just, oh, who's his class, the boy? Yeah, unbelievable. But yeah, good performance, good it's, win. It's one of them, isn't it? That should class as an assist, really. Like it doesn't. But yeah, no um, although although he's not touched it, if he if he he's he's the last person to affect that ball that that's that you said, yeah. you know, that play before the goal. But, yeah, yeah, like, no. But yeah, happy with happy with the win. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, yeah. it gives us a bit more breathing space now. Yeah, yeah. got bullied as well. Or... You what's that? You happy that Maguire got bullied? No, I'm not, little pussy old. But it doesn't matter. We won the game three-one. But I mean, <laughs> if, it, if 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 it had been one-one. I'd have, I'd have told you all vote that man for donkey because he's got to be bigger and stronger there. But when you win, it doesn't matter, does it? So, so. But yeah, you're right. Poor defending, terrible. And he looked. He was looking for a foul, I think, as well. Uh, he, yeah, he was over, his first thing turned to the yeah. ref, and he was like, "Lad on the floor, thinking, please VAR, so help me out here." That's not an eighty-million-pound defender, by the way. But it's not, is he? He is on paper, but he ain't. Let's be fair. We all know that. Of course that, he's but... not. No, he's not a fucking eight million pound defender. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, that, that, like, yeah, that routine win for you, mate. So that, that brings that one to a close. And then we move on to, to last night's game. Um, the mighty Leeds, non-ESL superstars, won. Merseyside, Red, 
fucking greedy cop out bastards won. Um, <laughs> Greg, I, I'll start with you, mate. Obviously, in the build up to the game, like the day before, it's come out about the, about the Super League. So it was a different sort of feel going into the game. And for me, even during the game, it felt a bit different. It felt a bit strange. But um, I'll start with you. Um, how, how do you think the game went as a whole, barring like the whole off the field stuff? How do you think the game went and what was your thoughts? Yeah, I think the game itself was um, was actually all right for us in the first half. I thought we we really we came out the blocks, and I thought we kind of our movement was very good. And and I, you were you weren't dealing with us in the first half. I thought, and then um, our wingers were coming in, which meant that you. Because you follow man for man, your le- your left and right back were coming in, and it was just leaving gaps. And because they do that, it lets your wingers have to track back man for man. And you know what wingers are like; they don't want to do it. And it was creating gaps, mate. And obviously, Harrison got caught out for the goal. Um, Trent's made a fucking great run. It was a great ball as well. Um, and yeah, easy finish for Mane. And he, I mean, he didn't look fucking happy at scoring it. He, he ain't scored for a while, and he still looked pissed off. That he, do you know what I mean? He, he's just, he's just not. Don't know what it is with Mane at the minute. He's just not happy. He's not on form. He don't look like he wants to be there for me. He doesn't. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't come out and said anything. Do you know what I mean? So it's one of them. It's like we know you're off form and that, but. I mean, something's got to happen with him. To be honest, he's got to turn a corner, like. It's got to start smart. Yeah, it's, yeah, just a smile, mate. Like, do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, all this shit's going on. It's not going to help that we got players. You know, we're still we're still waiting on Jimmy to see what he's doing, tying him up or whatever. Uh, you know, it's the time to stick together, mate. Not fucking. Let's all be going off and doing our own thing. Um, it's hard because, uh, yeah, as a game, the, the first half for us, I thought was brilliant. I really, again, not finishing our chances, really. Jota's had a couple of headers, you know what I mean? Like, But then second half, you've got to give credit to you lot. You lot came out, mate, and at the end of the day, we, we could have been three or four one down. Mm. Oh. That, Dave. We've, we've um, Dave, ladies and gents, for the audio um, listeners, he should be joining oh, back in. Do your, do, do your Arsenal bit, then fuck off, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, like, it, it was a it was a game of two halves to be perfectly honest mate um you lot came out and really and truly it 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 looked like we kind of ran out of legs and you obviously being fit as fuck as a team right it looked like towards the end you did take over and you had chances to win the game and you probably should have been three possibly four goals up like yeah and, and this is about your star man so Again, yeah, I mean, I think we've we've been lucky to come away with a point, to be perfectly honest. But, yeah, on the first half performance, I would have said that all the shit going on didn't really affect. But then come the second half, obviously, you got on top of that. And, it, yeah, it was just a, it was a poor second half, to be mm. honest. I'm surprised it, obviously, you missed your chances, but it, I was I was really surprised as well, again, just the teams that can't hold out anymore. Yeah. You're thinking 87th minute, just fucking stand up and be strong and get the ball away. Like, but yet again, we're six yard box. I think he scored a header in a six yard box. I mean, 
we're zonal marking. We've got a line across there. So you've got, you've got defenders, midfielders, whoever. Someone's job is to fucking attack the ball. I didn't see anyone attacking it. All, all I saw was standing still and wait for it to come. And then your men are attacking it. They score. Alisson chose not to come, obviously, and got punished, mate. But he, again, I can't moan at Alisson because he kept us in the game. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 100%. Along with your poor finishing, to be honest. Like, Robert should have fucking scored. But, yeah, I mean... Alisson should have scored. From my side, obviously, I'll, I'll let you have your say as well because, obviously, you, you've got your opinion on them, them chances and that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, good first half. Not so good second half. And lucky to come away with a point, to be honest. Yeah. Um, again, mate, I, like, I, I pretty much agree with that. It's... Um, it's a bit of a strange one where I actually think our boys were affected more by the off the field goings on than, than your lot. Yeah. Um, I think your lot sort of had a bit of a point to prove because it, it seems that they haven't been consulted and that um, by the ownership and, 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 the, and the leaders of the, of the club as such. So I think they, they sort of had a bit of a, bit of a bee in their bonnet. I think us leaving the shirts in your changing room probably helped give your boys a bit of a kick up the arse as well because they took it as a personal yeah. insult. But um, but to be honest, it is. Um, as much as like it's nothing to do with the players and, and the management and that, you're representing that club, so you're going to get it. Sorry. Um, yeah, you know, on the it doesn't matter um, with what's going on. The whole thing is, is the players and the manager hasn't really got a say, but at the end of the day, you play for the club that are doing that. So your your dig, like everyone's digs and everything are going to be aimed at the, the club. Yeah. But unfortunately, they, they play for the club. They shouldn't take it personally because obviously they, they're not, you know, it's it, well, I'd hope not, but I'd hope that they don't want to join it and I'd hope that they don't want to represent mm. Liverpool in it or course, yeah. United's players. But yeah, the digs are always going to be aimed now at the clubs and unfortunately they're, they're just going to have to take it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll come on to that. But like back, back to the game, like I think first half, to be honest, like watching it from like a fan's point of view, it's it, it was weird. It didn't feel like a game of football. It was like, it was almost like the game was secondary and it felt like our players didn't really show up. Um, and you you were by far the better side in the first half. And I think Bielsa's probably had serious words with him at half-time. Like, don't fucking let this get in the way of how you should be performing and how you have performed in recent weeks. And we came out and we was the team that we should be. Do you know what I mean? And like, we've completely dominated it second half, to be fair. Like you said, like you've had you've had a steal coming away with a point. We should have easily got at least two or three goals in that game. And that's being generous, like... That some of the chances that were missed, like the Roberts one, he, he's just decided to put his foot through it because he's panicked and he ain't got had a goal under his belt for a while. Yeah, I thought it was hard to miss. I thought yeah. like he's he's just got to put that to the side of him, just stroke it down the corner, mate. But it, again, it's just one of them them things. Like we're missing Rafinha and a few different things. But again, some great performances from some of the boys. Melier again was brilliant. Urente is an absolute superstar. I love the guy. Andy Hinchcliffe on Sky is giving him jip left, right, and centre. Is it? I don't know if it's just me, but is he watching the same fucking game? I think the wow. guy's defended brilliantly well. Why is he commentating? 
just fuck off, bro. Do you know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> you you were shit commentator in, in the football league. How all of a sudden is he? Like, I thought when we got promoted, we'd leave cunts like him and Don Goodman back in the football league. They followed us. All of a sudden, they're commentating <laughs> on every fucking Leeds game. It's like, who's, why is this prick still here? Like, jog on, mate. Get in the bin. What is wrong with you? But, uh, like, God. Diego Llorente, he's, he's what I love in a centre-half. Like, we had it with Pontus Janssen, who isn't up to this level, but he's a maverick centre-half. And that's what Llorente is. Like, he's got a, a mental run in him every now and again. He's got a Cruyff turn in him. He, he likes a worldy ball. And he, I just love everything about the guy. And I was so pleased for him to get the goal. Um, and like he dedicated it to his granddad who passed away. I thought it was a nice touch, but I loved the guy. Um, and again, Phillips was was immense. Um, and there, there were some some good performances in there. Um, but yeah, in, in general, it's just, I look, I'm looking at it as points dropped, to be fair. Like we, we could mm. be going into, like we looked at this, this period of three games where we had Man City, sorry, Man Blue, Merseyside Red, and Man Red. Um, and we were scanning into them games. And I, I remember speaking to a few mates and I said, look, realistically, like, allegiances aside, three points out of the three games, I'm taking that. We should have come out of the first two with six. Six, yeah. Like, yeah. we really should have. And then all of a sudden, you are looking at them that top six and going, this is touching distance. Like, it really is. Like, we're not far off. So yeah. it could have been, I'm looking at it as, as points dropped, but it's mental to think that we've just beat the champions elect and drawn with, with the current champions. And we're looking a bit... I'm surprised with, um, I'm surprised with Bamford, mate, to be honest. For the, I think he had two seriously good opportunities. One in the first half, and I think he just overrun it. I don't know why he didn't hit that in the he first tried, half. He shouldn't have took a touch and his first yeah. touch was bad. And, it and then the second, the second one in the second half when he hit the bar... He's gone with his laces, like, with a flat foot. I think if he if he turns his foot and goes side foot there, he's taking all the power off and he's True. just doing that. He's unlucky, though. That was unlucky, I thought. No, no, he's unlucky, but I just think he you would have minimised the risk of hitting the bar if you'd gone in step. I think he's, True. you know, by going with the laces, you've put that little bit too much power. Yeah, just, no, no, I do agree with you there, 100%. But... Um... But yeah, you should have come away with a win. You should have come away with a win, to be honest. Yeah, and yeah, I, I do agree. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just one of them points drop. But with Rafinha there, Raf- Rafinha. If you had Rafinha a bit more quality there, I think you're ta- you're tearing them a new one last night. I reckon. I yeah, yeah. Like, you, just, you take you take you take Roberts out for like Rafinha or someone or whatever. It'd be Costa, or, but, like because Costa played yeah. shit. To be well, he didn't play well. He didn't play well. I thought Pervader made a massive difference when he came on, though. Um, yeah, Jan Vader, he's only a young kid and to be honest he's, he's shown glimpses of ability and he's but he's not really played a lot of football for us but like, he shows glimpses where you think oh he's got a bit as, as what's that? How's his resume getting oh, no, on? Yeah. I know I, I, I can believe he's, he's been out I thought, yeah. I thought Barcelona, Man City yeah it's mental mate but like what? when he came on I think it's the first time he's really changed the game for us like he looked to have that killer ball. He had, he had Robertson on toast at times. Like, he had him turning in and out, and it was impressive. I, I was really, really happy with you, and I thought we played well, mate. But um, going for the neutral, I say as a neutral, I quite enjoyed the game, to be fair. It was, you know, I, I said to Greg earlier, I think, but you're a very exciting team to watch. Like, just, the, you know, the the whole, everything you do, the way, the way you play ball, the way you 
chased every, everything. It's a, it was an entertaining. Oh, I say I enjoyed it. Fell asleep a little bit first. I had a little twenty minute cat nap, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, we, now, I thought it was alright. We have got a very sort of fan friendly style, haven't we? It's. Uh, I don't think anyone doesn't enjoy watching Leeds play under Bielsa. It's work rate. It's, it's, it's something as simple as that, though. Like fans like to see people working. Like every, every fan can see how much the players work for the team, like you know, yeah. or for the club. They just they're working. Well, it shows yeah, how, how much they run and how fit they are to run a team like Liverpool into the ground. They're a fit fucking group of yeah. lads, oh. and they were they were like they were running into the ground in the second half. They were like stuck in the mud after their players. They were blowing, like and for a team to do. I hope you're that, tired on. I hope you're tired on Sunday. Well, our boys. I hope you. I hope you boys are knackered for Sunday. We won't be, mate. We, won't we, we don't get tired. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, that like that brings that one to an end as well, lads. So we can sort of we'll move through these quite quickly as well. We'll go through our baller and donkey of the week nominations, and then we'll head into our predictions um, for this weekend's games. Um, before we uh, talk about the whole ESL thing, debacle. Um, yeah. So um, the the first thing is this weekend's games that have gone by. So. Me and Kyle only came out with two points. We only got one of the games correct. No scores correct. You three, so Boyle, Greg and Dave, all got an exact score as well as a correct um, result. So you all come out with seven points. So the table is now fifth place, not saying bottom, fifth, is uh, is myself. (laughs) on 36 points. Um, fourth is Kyle on 39 points. Then we've got Dave in third on 42 points. Uh, one second. Dave's gone from bottom to third. In bottom to third, mate. Um, Boyle on 45 points. And Greg is first with 54 points. Absolutely smashing it, Gory. So, um, so yeah. So, we'll uh, yeah, go through our... Baller of the week and our donkey of the week. So first things first, I'm going to go with you, Greg. We're going to go for baller of the week. Who's your nomination? Well, there's a couple, but um, I think it's Joe Linton. <laughs> What's a goal? <laughs> he's turning the corner he seems to be getting a goal every week now since we give him stick yeah yeah Joe Joe, Joe from Linton Joe Linton um, I might as well go straight in with mine then because it's Joe Linton as well um, <laughs> boy's prolific mate how can you not predi- how can you not he's a sh- as shit he's prolific scores every week oh. mate so uh, six six goals in 80, 80 games now is it? Oh, yeah, <laughs> prolific. Yeah, two, two and two, mate. Two and two, hundred <laughs> percent record. So um, yeah, the mighty Joe Linton for me. Um, Jonesy, same. Greenwood, <laughs> fuck all this Joe Linton shit. It should be you really? because of the teasing. Because of the teasing seeds, I can't vote for you. Yeah, you can't. So no, I can't. I know. I just want to put it out there. So. I'm going to have to go Gilfie Sigurdsson. It was, a, it was an hard one for me this week, Paul. I'm just going to go Gilfie just because he stopped Tottenham from winning and it sort of was the it was the final now in the coffin for Super Jose. So, yeah. Oh, well done, Gilf. 
the girl. And he's J-Tabs. He's a good mate of J-Tab. He was J-Tabs, but, you know, there we go. Old tripod. So, there we go. I'll go with that. <laughs> Many reasons. Um, DS. Yeah, I thought about um, Sigerson. I also thought about Willock with a couple of last-minute goals in recent weeks. But, you know, that might come. Oh, Willock. Your own player. He's on loan. So, um, Greenwood. Two goals. Got the three points. Greenwood. Well, so, as we as we are without Matty Boyle tonight, so he's not here to put his um his nominations across. The winner of Bowler of the Week is Joe Linton, mate. <laughs> no, you've got. I thought you were going to say. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Joe Linton, you fucking hero! There he is. It's the first thing he's ever won. He's no. buzzing. <laughs> I reckon if we got in touch with him, he'd actually accept that. He'd be all over that. He'd probably come on. But um, oh. but yeah, we move on to uh, to our donkey nominations, lads. Um, Greg, I'll start with you again, mate. Easy, very easy. Flappyansky. <laughs> Is that for letting Joe Linton score or just yes? Yeah, cool that one, isn't it? Can't do that. He's under no pressure, literally. Like no one's even jumped with him. He's just literally dropped it. And Joe Linton, the, the prolific striker that he is in the right place at the right time, slotted it in. That's it. He just he's unstoppable, mate. It's one of them. Um Dave, who's yours? Fabianski. Same. Fabianski. Jonesy. Yeah, Fabianski, because he's fucking gifted a goal to Joe Linton, which has made him fucking bolder of the week. Joke. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, my, mine's the same anyway, lads. I was going to go a bit different there just to throw a spanner in the works, but yeah, he's he's had a stinker there. It's the wrong time of the season for him to do that as well for the Amers. So, um, yeah, donkey of the week is um, Lucas Flappy Hansky. Um, <laughs> And Joe Linton gets the baller. So, um, yeah, now we'll, we'll go in with our, our predictions, boys, for the, the upcoming games this weekend. So, the first game is North London versus Everton. So, Dave, I will start with you, mate. Um. Well, we're so inconsistent. We seem to win, lose, or win, lose, draw. So we're probably uh, due a loss right now, but I don't want to say it. So I'll go. Um, yeah, I'd like to think we'd win, but I think it's going to be a similar game to Tottenham and Everton. Two-two, Desmond. One with his weekly Desmond, Jonesy. Oh. Jonesy, are you there or just ignoring me? I don't know if he's frozen or if he's, he's stalled. Did he like just... silly buggers? Um, Greg, we'll go to you then, mate, while, while Kyle looks at the wall. 2-1 um, Everton. 2-1 Everton. Right, I am going to go... Hmm. This is a toughie because... Oh, we've lost Kyle. I want to... Um, I want to go against all of the, uh, the ESL lot. But I don't know if that's sensible because I need the points. Um, I'm going to go one all. I'm going to go one all with that one. Um, we will wait for Kyle to hopefully rejoin us. I don't know if he's uh, 
internet's gone up the wall or what. But uh, hopefully he rejoins and we can take his predictions in a sec. But in the meantime, we'll move on to, to the next one, boys, which is uh, Merseyside Red versus Newcastle. Really? Joe Linton's Newcastle. Um, so, Gory, we'll start with you, mate. Um, what he's going to do? Obviously, he's going to have a weldy. <laughs> um, it's it's that that win against that win for them against West Ham is massive. Um, they're safe now, aren't they? Really? Yeah, I, I would say so. But it's hard to know how all this stuff that's going on is going to affect the teams involved as well. True. Yeah, I know. You don't know what performance is going to come out like. They're talking about they're talking about taking the um, the flags and that away from the cop and everything. Yeah, some yeah. of them have already done it, haven't they? Yeah, but um, I'll go with two nil Liverpool. Two nil Liverpool. Merseyside Red. <laughs> DS. Yeah, unless something. Like unbelievable weapons in terms of developments, which completely ruins their psyche. Just taking it on normal um, sort of terms, I would, I reckon, um, two-one Liverpool. Two-one Liverpool. That's actually what I was going to go for, but like I said, I do need the points. Um, I'm going to go. 3-1 to Merseyside Red. Joe Linton obviously getting the one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the big one, this is probably why Kyle's left, I think, because we're coming up this, this game. Um, the mighty Leeds United versus Man Red, the scum. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with, with my prediction. And... I'm going to sort of hark back to a game that always lives long in my memory as a kid when I went up to, to Ellen Road on Christmas Eve, would you believe it, to watch Leeds United versus the Scum. Oh, Kyle's back. Let me just uh, bring him back in before I tell this uh, story for him. Where is he? He's coming. He's back. So, um, yeah, so we're just about to do our predictions on the Leeds versus Scum game, Kyle. But um, sorry, I'm going to I'm going to go go with mine first. And I said to the boys, it takes me back to going up to to Ellen Road as a kid on Christmas Eve. We were playing Manchester United, the scum, and um, we beat you three one on that day. And it always lived long in my memory. It was an absolute blinder, and I saw my hero Tony Yaboa score as well, which always made me happy. So um, yeah, three one. We beat the scum three one. I'm going to go with that. Um, Kyle, I'll go with yours and then I'll come back to you for the other results. Um, okay, um, right. I reckon United, what Leeds United, Man United four, Yorkshire Whites two. <laughs> Behave yourself, <laughs> stupid prick. Um, Greg, <laughs> um. <laughs> this, this this game is hard to call because every time I, I, 
I don't rate United. I really don't. Even though they do, they've had a good season. They're second or wherever they are. Can't fucking. I don't look. But, I don't know how they're there. And every time I sort of think that they're they're shit and they shouldn't be winning games, they do. But and and then turning it, flipping it on you lot. You lot have been decent. And as you say, like out of these three games, you've picked out. You've picked out four points already when you, you could have easily had none if you looked at it sort of, do you know what I mean? And going into this game, you lot have got is is Rafinha back, do you know? Or don't know yet, but probably. Chances are high. He they reckon he could have actually played last night, but I think he's just being rested till he's hundred percent. Do you know what I, I don't go for many, but I'm gonna do a Desmond. Desi. No, they, they've got to take an L out of one of these three games. They can't fucking get points from all of them. <laughs> um, Dave? I reckon 1-1. One, 1-0. One. One, oh. one, one. Similar to the Liverpool <laughs> game, I reckon Man United will have the first half and then you'll have the second half. Fair play, mate. Um, Jonesy, I just want to run quickly through with you. So your scores for Arsenal-Everton? 2-1 Everton. And uh, Liverpool, Newcastle. Four three, Liverpool. <laughs> Another throwback scoreline there. Joel and Hattrick. Then I'll vote for him next week. If he does that, I'll vote for him. Mate, we've got to have money on that, haven't we? Surely. Um, no. <laughs> well, imagine the army fucking out. I think that's safe now. That that go back to being shit again now. I reckon Newcastle probably. Money to bet on him. <laughs> um, so boys, we've we've sort of we've gone through what we wanted to go through. So now we can sort of move on to the news, which is Jose Mourinho getting sacked. Or well, it, it says it all that that isn't even going to be spoken about really in, no. this, in this pod. No. It's like. <sighs> It's quite like before I come to you boys because you you all support clubs that are that are involved in it, so I don't. And personally, it's I've I've had so many different opinions for, since the news come out to sort of where I am now. I've like I've gone up and down with it. I've had this fault, that fault. I've gone from sort of being like angry with these clubs and and the people in charge of them to quite happy about it and looking at it selfishly thinking, well, my club could be fucking laughing here. Do you know what I mean? Like potentially if these, if these six are booted out, which could all like could possibly happen, my team's in the champions league. So I'm, um, do you know what I mean? It's, it's a, it's a weird sort of dynamic from that point of view. But I no, sorry. I don't know if you've seen the developments, Chelsea and city are now saying they don't want part of it. I've I've heard really? this, and I, I, we will touch on that as well. But like, because yeah. I don't know where that, that they will sit with that, being that they've signed a contract, they've signed a twenty-three year deal. I don't know what their period is with that, where whether they can pull out or they have to pay money towards getting out of it, or what. I don't know. I don't know where they stand, but it's all everything's been spoken about with it. But I'm sort of trying to look at it now from your guys' point of view because. I've, I've gone to the stage now where I just feel sorry for the fans of these clubs because you, you could be looking at losing your club, really. They've already sort of, they've already spoken about legacy fans. What the fuck is that? So fans then, 
what's all this legacy fans? They're basically saying that they're, they're more interested in the new market of fans that they could possibly open the door to than the fans that have followed these clubs for 100 years. It, it absolutely just doesn't sit well with myself or anybody, really. And look, I, supporting my club, I've gone through so many ups and downs. It's said in the song, Marching On Together, we've had our ups and downs. And this club, I've cried my eyes out when we got relegated from the Premier League. I cried my eyes out when we got relegated from the Championship. I cried my eyes out when we got promoted from the Championship last season into the Premier League. That, that sort of array of emotions would all be gone. If, you, if you're part of this Super League, where's your emotion going to be? Oh, well, we lost. Oh, well, it's always next year. You're not going down. You're not going to suffer in any way. It's just you get another roll of the dice the following year. It, it fucking... It's so ridiculous. I can't even begin to imagine like what is going through your boys' heads, being that your clubs are involved. Because from my point of view, it doesn't really affect me. I hope the league clamp down on it and kick all fucking six of the clubs out, whether that's temporarily, whether they get a, a year's ban, whether they get fucking 30 points deducted, whether they ban them from European competition, whatever they do, Something needs to happen. Even if Chelsea and Man City now decide, oh, I don't really want to be in this anymore because people are angry at us, you need to be punished for going behind the whole fucking nation's back, your owner, your, your manager's back, your players' back, your fans' backs, and deciding to go and join this fucking stupid league. You need to be punished for it. Clubs have been punished for having financial problems that is sort of not really their, their fault. They get 10, 15, 20 point deductions. They get that for spending too much money. Why? For going ahead with trying to fucking ruin English football, really, is there not going to be a hefty punishment? There has to be. Just that that's my opinion. Um, but I'll, I'll go to you, Greg, um, and then we'll, we'll move on to the other boys. But uh, yeah, what's your thoughts on it? Um. Yeah, it's just greed. It's it's embarrassment from our side. Like I couldn't, I don't think I could say that there's one fan that wants this. And obviously, it's all been done behind everyone's back. Um, even Klopp. I feel so. I feel so sorry for the for the manager, the players the fans, the fact that all this is just happening and it's just one man's decision. And all it is is a, is a decision to lie in his pocket along with five other, five other people that just want to lie in their own pockets and not worry about any fucker. And it is, it's embarrassing to... to I mean, I, I love Liverpool... And, but how can you go forward doing that? Like, it's not the same. It's never going to be the same if you're not in that Premier League. This is okay. I know it was. I know there wasn't a Premier League before. There was a there was a Division One, and then there was a break up, and then they, the Premier League got got ex, like got made. And yes, it's done well for every everyone. But to go and do this, the football was never taken away. No, no. This what I'm saying. All that, all that, all that was when the Premier League was made. The fact that it just made 
the best of the best and there was more money for the best teams. Yeah. And the whole thing of people below could still chase that dream and get in there. And look at, look at the stories that have happened along the way. Leicester, other teams coming up, winning... Man City. Not yet. Not winning the league, though, but like other teams that have come along the way and even won cup competitions. Your Portsmouths. Your, do you know what I mean? Like Your Cardiffs getting to the final. It happens. These teams can do it. Whether they're, whether they're the richest in, in England or not, they can come up and create a fairy tale. It's not... You know, it doesn't... It doesn't not happen. It does happen. But these are just, they're trying to ruin what has ever been built in this, in this country with football, with fans, with, with alliances. Like, you know, we, we've got a rivalry with, like, with Everton, yeah? Because we're the same city club. But when, in our darkest hour, we stood together. And now, how are you ever going to stand together as a club and it like you know what I mean it's, it's it, they're, they're just taking away everything everything it, it, it's yeah it's embarrassing it's embarrassing that our owner is doing that yeah it's horrible it's absolutely horrible mate like because you know <clears throat> yes I support a club that this is that they're doing it but the fans the players the manager they've got no control over it you can't tell me any of them players want this and the way, the way that the way that Jurgen Klopp came out yesterday, 2019, said he didn't want it. Same thing yesterday, says he didn't want it. Okay, he he kind of couldn't say too much yesterday because if he says too much, he could lose his job. Does he really want to lose his job? But, no. I, know, I know where you're coming from there, but for me, if 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 what <laughs> excuse me. If I'm Jurgen Klopp, I make the players wear them shirts and yeah. I come out and I say, this is a fucking joke. They've gone, why would you want a job? for? Uh, and the fans would stick with him. Why would no, you want yeah. a job where the owner's going behind your back and making these decisions without consulting you? If I'm Jurgen Klopp, I'd have made the players wear them and I'd have picked a fucking set of 15-year-olds yesterday to send a, send a protest out. If we lose Jurgen Klopp because of this, I mean, I, I, I kind of said from the outset, I, I would I would happily boycott. I would still love Liverpool for what, from Liverpool from before. Yeah, of course. From Liverpool from now on, I don't know. I really don't know because that ain't the Liverpool I, I grew up loving. Yeah. And, you know, going forward, playing the same teams week in, week out, it's boring. It is, like, yeah. We we live for the Champions League. If you make it there, if you earn it, to play against these teams, and you play against your minnows, so what? But you you still have to beat them. You still get your throw up results in the Champions League from other teams doing that to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, and what makes them big ties special is that you've earned the the right to play in them. There you go. You you'd never have one of our biggest results ever was the, was. Last year, like, do you know what I mean? Like, we were 3-1 down against Barcelona and then we come, do you know what I mean? Like, you, you smashed them at Anfield. Like, them nights, them, 
them nights just won't happen anymore. Them atmospheres just will not happen anymore. The cop will never be the cop again. Like, it's no, it just can't happen. It can't happen. I fucking hope to God it don't. It is, it would ruin football. Well, for you. Um, uh, Dave, go on, mate. What, what's your thoughts from the the uh, North London side of things? Um, like, like Greg said, it's just total embarrassment, shame, and, and the worst thing is, it's not really the club itself. It's the owners and, and the people right at the top pulling the strings because they've kept the managers, not just the players and the managers, but. High-level, bold people have been totally in the dark on this. And it just shows you how conniving they've been to hide it and then just drop it in there that that, it, that it's happening. Because, like I alluded to earlier when we about the games, just on, the, on what it would mean for the competitiveness, that game where we, we need to pull them... And first, so they don't get relegated and could be going for European spots. That wouldn't exist. That would be a meaningless game because they, they don't believe in relegation. They don't, they don't believe in competition. They just believe in securing their place at the top. Many United have spent hundreds of millions. Many United have spent hundreds of millions trying to get back to where they were and they're just bored of it doing all that money every year and not getting back to where they want. Liverpool have waited 30 years to get back to where they are. Now where they've got there, the owner doesn't want to let it slip. Arsenal have just been on a steady de- decline year after year. And the owners, the American owners don't want to see them slip any further. It, it, they're just... They're, Tottenham they're have never fucking been there and they're just trying to buy their way in. Yeah, they're, they're greedy. They're just, they just care about themselves. They... They... they, they they don't. They not that they don't care about the fans. They they don't like the fans. They don't like the or the legacy fans as they now call them. What they want is all the people in Malaysia, China, all over. With, they Dubai. want their inscriptions exactly. And it, it a little kind of obviously <laughs> what happened with Bozil, and for the reasons why we think that he got shunned at Arsenal. One big factor is obviously what what we've heard about and what I believe as well is because he was outspoken in defending the Uyghur Muslims in China, China boycotted Arsenal. And suddenly you had like a billion, a market worth a billion people not watching Arsenal. And the next thing you know, Ozil's out. That is the owners. That is the owners worrying about the money and, and, and getting rid of him. So that's just one part of their mindset. Our owner has not put one pound of his own money in to support the team. It, obviously, I'm just talking from an Arsenal point of view here, yeah. but it's just disgraceful. I mean, in terms of the actual competition, like we said, it will just make those... those. Um, I mean, it's not just the title race in a Premier League season. It's the battle for the Champions League. It's the battle for the Europa League. It's the battle to stay up. There's battles all over the league and, they, and it will just destroy that side of it. It will be so... The game Liverpool leads will mean nothing. It just destroys the entertainment value completely. Um, and so, sorry to to chime in, Dave, but before we before we go to um like before we let you end and go to Kyle, just want to throw out there, Ed Woodward's just resigned. What from Man United? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Well, ho- hopefully, what, what fucking happens is is happening. These the thing is, these owners they they've done all this off their own back. All they care about is themselves. They don't care about football. And this is this is what needs to needs to change. The government needs to come in. They need to make new laws. They need to make new specifications and rules you have to adhere to when you buy a football club. It's not it's not just like you're coming along and buying any sort of retail business or that. It you it needs to be made clear that okay, you're buying a football club. It's not just any business. It's not just one of your other franchises. It is they need to treat it almost like when like a like a listed building. Like if you go and buy a listed building and that building is yours, you can't just go, oh, you know what? I'm gonna rip the roof off, I'm gonna slap an extension on the side. There's rules you have to adhere to because it's a building is a place of heritage and importance that when you buy it, it's yours, but you can't do what you want with it. And that is what happened with football clubs. They need to be treated. They are historical institutions, They're important to so many pe- generations of people. They go back hundreds of years. They need yeah. new legislation in place to say, when you buy this football club, this is allowed, that's allowed, that's not allowed, that's not allowed. And basically, they're the rules that you have to abide by. The other thing they should bring in is fan ownership. Every, they should just change the law. The government's got the power to do that, to say every club needs to be have a 51% majority holding by fans the other 49 percent can be owners therefore the flat fans will always keep the um the like the, the, the main share of the decision making to stop shit like this happening because like we said not a single person wants this apart from these well, apart from these owners and they no, need so, sorry sorry to butt in on you again but there's more now. um so basically, he's, it's all he's got his job back. Yeah, he's got his job back. Now they're manager. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Premier League duo Chelsea and Manchester City have apparently decided to pull out. Um, it comes as as we speak. There's been large protests outside Stamford Bridge before the game tonight. Um, Peter Cech, who's actually a commercial director or, or technical director at, at Chelsea and obviously Chelsea legend, was even spotted in, in the protest at the front, protesting against it. Um, and apparently... Good for him. This is according to TalkSport, according to their sources, um, the proposed European Super League is off. All of the clubs involved in the controversial plans are meeting now to disband the idea after Premier League duo Chelsea and Manchester City have pulled out of the competition. So, yeah, it's... Um, Please. Obviously, yeah. this is all happening as, as we speak, so it's a bit of a... But it, a bit of a going, back, things, lads, but... going back to like what you said, though, to tell, your, your club is not involved in this, right? Yeah. Now, us coming back now, like... I, it's, Can't it's be punished. Got to be. I'm saying us, but it's, it's, it's like... It's the owner, though. It's like the owners have got a hostage. So it's the owners now that are fucked. They know they've fucked right up. They've right? got to go. I don't think the club should be punished then for a bad decision made by shitty owners. Well, they should, they should because, look, we, Leeds got punished for having shitty owners for yeah. them running us into, into administration. You get punished. You get a 10-point deduction, and then we got a 15-point deduction for going into administration at the wrong time. So yeah, we got punished for having shitty owners. So yeah, what the hell should you free? They're at the helm of your club. They're, 
they are not Liverpool, but yes, but yet they are because they own it. So we're back in League One. If we if we didn't get punished for what our owners done, yeah, we have to they'll make decisions which led to us going into the third division. So now all all them all them six are now going to come back with their towels between their legs. Uh, and then what? What's gonna? So now what's gonna happen? They have to the be punished. They have to be. Is they need to realise how close we've come to football being irreversibly destroyed, mm. and, and some of the biggest clubs in the country's history just turn into these plastic non-clubs that just you know what? If they went to that league, all the fan groups would basically start their own clubs again from the yeah. and then FIFA would probably back them up and strip the plastic clubs of all their honours and give them to the new startups. And then those clubs would have to start from the bottom and work their way through the leagues for the next 15 years or whatever. Even in these two days, this is going to leave massive scars for years to come yeah. for every single club that has done this. Every the, these, these six clubs have been a field of the wrath of this. For, and they should do, because it's yeah. fucking disgusting. Yeah. Uh, we they're don't deserve get, fuck think, all. Get, think when the fans are back. The, the, I know, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, though, the fact, like we said, that the players and the managers, they don't deserve it. That they found out no. what they found out. They're going to get, they're going to get the brunt of it. Yeah, I don't think the players will. I don't think they. I think people no. understand that it's not their fault. The players are even coming out now. Again, we're respecting Mill now. We're respecting all these players even just coming out and just speaking the truth, not giving yeah. no robotic, shitty PC answer. I don't, tell them, I don't like it. I don't want it. It's we not need, their yeah. fault. It's not we, their we fault. We need more of it. Though. We need more of it yeah, from the players. Because we've seen what happens. All of them. When it, when it goes sour with, with, with a manager, the manager always gets the boot, not the players. Because yeah. the, the player is too expensive to overhaul a squad like that. So if every man come out and just start giving it to They're people, breaching their contracts then. If they do that. Now, I know, I know that their, their morals should be higher than what, what this is. But you breach... You're asking them to breach a contract, which means that they are literally giving up their livelihood. Yeah. What else do they do? They they are in such a weird position. They've got such a platform on one foot, but then if they go too far, they're actually out of breaching their contract. Yeah. And they're out of a job. If they all come together, if if they all come together, then there's nothing, regardless of whether you're breaching your contract or not, surely that's not... That's what I'm saying. If they all go together, there's too much money to to fuck any of them. All is, or or not at all, you know what I mean? If they all stood together... I'm with you, but the the club can then just, you know, they they wouldn't have to pay any of them out because they're breaching a contract. And then they could go and get new players. All right, they might not be as good. Sorry, boys, I'm... You I'm read. half in and half out here because I'm no, trying no. to read the news as it's happening and, and what's He's going like on. He's like Jim White over here. He's like Jim White. He's going to get me yellow tie on. That's for deadline. Um, Good meet, Fahad Shakiri. <laughs> over to Carvis Solico. Um, so Agnelli has now resigned from Juve, their owner. Um. Apparently, there's immense pressure on Florentino Perez, who looks to be like he might be on his way out at Real as well. It almost seems like everyone here is panicking like fuck and just jumping ship. Yeah, fucking um, Frankie from Arsenal's hanging on a bit. Well, yeah. Well, I've seen a funny, a few funny comments with someone saying, "Guaranteed Spurs will be the last one to pull out, so they can claim their first trophy in however many years." <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good touch. But um, 
but yeah, another one that's just coming out as we speak. Barcelona have said have apparently said that they're not joining the Super League. Um, it, it seems like it's all it's all coming crashing down. Um, sorry, Carl, we, it, it all this has all sort of happened as we speak, and it's gone on before we sort of came to you for your opinion. So cuts, cuts. <laughs> next sort of question that I'll have to come to you boys with, and we, we've all sort of hinted on it already, is what punishment, if at all, sh- should be made to these six clubs? Um, and I'll, I'll start with you, Kyle. Like, do you, do you think they should be punished? And if so, how? I don't want them to be because obviously my club's involved, but... Bias aside. Bias aside, 100%. And you know what? It needs to be enough where you've got no... It's difficult to say, but where you've got no chance winning the league. 30 points, something silly like that. Like, you, you can pretty still win it. The thing, I don't know, it's a tough still one. Win it's, it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, going win every game. Unlucky, boys. I don't know, it's a tough one. I mean, the thing is, do you think it be financial as well as? Yeah, but I was just about to say that, Tell. If you try and put a transfer embargo in, these clubs are still going to have money, and yet when that transfer embargo goes over, you'll just do a Chelsea. You'll go and spend 200, 300 million. I think they should be fine for... They should not get their... Maybe not... Because I, I know clubs get um, like placement money. Like yeah. If you finish first, you get 180 million. If you finish fucking second, yeah. you get whatever. I don't think they should get that this year. So that's a large chunk of money they're not going to be getting. Um, maybe even take their TV money away for this for the season. Something big. I'm talking like hefty money where they go, fuck me. Yeah, we shouldn't have gone behind their backs. Bring them out of Europe as well. If I was you, if I was you, if I was you, I'll be like, you can fuck off next season. You've all got a year banned. I don't care what's happening. Money and banned from Europe. Because now they're going to be like, oh, I'll I'll kick United, City and Chelsea out of Europe this season now. I wouldn't even let them win it. I wouldn't even, and Arsenal, sorry, I forgot about it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's rude. You need to go hard. Yeah, but they should do it. I think Seferin, the UEFA guy, is going to do that because he's pissed off. Like, so I think he will kick them out of this this tournament. And I don't know whether that's. He he did say to me that. Or they, they replaced them with whoever they've knocked out. I don't know, but. He said that. It's a frustrating thing for for me because if you look at it, Arsenal have been fucking toiling for the last few years and they're potentially three games away from getting back in the Champions League. And it's like Villarreal, they would be a challenge, but they're they're not the best team and potentially play United. So you get through that, you're back in the the Champions League and then all this has happened. And could have ruined, ruined the best chance they've had for ages of getting getting back in there. And, and like you say, it's got to be something that, that hurts them. It has yeah. to It has to hurt them. Because otherwise, they just go back to the drawing board yeah. and come up with a new plan. Yeah, the, the only thing yeah. that hurts them, are that what they care about, is their pockets. So whether you say each of you have have got licked like a fat fat fine, you know what I mean? Like we're talking yeah. 100 million or something. They yeah, hefty, hefty fine. needs to be paid within two years or some shit like that. And well, don't give them an income. Don't give them an income, and then I, that 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 hurt them more. No revenue. Or like what about no fans. What about when everyone else is allowed fans again? Yes. No. Behind closed doors. Then you're, then you're punishing the fans as well. You're punishing the fans again. Yeah, again, I, I know you're, what you're, you're saying. You're punishing but... the wrong people. 
And the thing is, with these clubs of like of that stature, the gate money's nothing to them. It's a drop in the ocean. So they they they'd be like, oh, all right, we've done without fans for a year anyway. It's not a big deal. You need Probably to punish the, the people that said, were going to profit from money. Divide the TV money that those clubs would have got amongst the rest of the teams. I totally agree with you. Because then yeah. it will level it up as well. Like yeah. Yeah, but that's going into the summer, like all of a sudden clubs like Everton, Leeds, Villa can all of a sudden spend what them sort of clubs were and more. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? And potentially yeah. they say, all right, in the Europa League final is between Villarreal and um, Roma. And Roma. And, and the Champions League final is. Is the other PSG person. against no one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done, PSG. <laughs> He's to... Oh, Pochino. Yeah, they should do it just for Poch. First season back, he wins a tr- wins a Champions League. Yeah. Like I say, I think for me, it's got to be taken from the people that wanted wanted to profit from this. The people that all made these big decisions take it from their pockets. It's not fair to hurt the fans or the players anymore or anything like that because it's not their doing. But. Hey, listen, hopefully well, the news is broken. It ain't happening. Fucking brilliant. Tell her. This is so Like you said, they should get away with it. It's just mad. This will be back on the cards in three years' time. Unless yeah, they it will. A lesson that they fucking won't forget. I want all of them, all those owners need to just be gone. That yeah, or just re- the resign. Government get needs them all to come in. The government needs to come in with new legislation and just fucking tear up all these rule books and just make it so that these cunts can't ever get in charge of English clubs ever again. Yeah, but it's it's like the game's gone in such a stratosphere with the money and everything. You need these billionaires, and without the billionaires, you can't pay you can't pay these players the money that they're they're on. No. But if you, look in Ger- if you look in Germany, they've it's got, got a reset. Where, in Germany, they've got models where the clubs have fan ownership in a lot of those clubs, and yeah. then you still got the millionaire billionaire owners control the rest of the club. But the the club is primarily in the fans' yeah. hands to stop and and the decision making. They get like casting votes on, on, on shit like this. Yeah, yeah, mate. And the thing is, the German model, by, all right, Bayern Munich steal everyone's fucking players most of the time. But at the end of the day, they don't have, yeah, they wouldn't have this shit. And look at Bayern and Dortmund come out early doors and said, no, nah, this ain't happening. Yeah. The, the, other, the other thing, Jonesy, back on Woodward, he's staying until the end of the season, which is when he leaves. So, you still got a few months right. left of him to, to fuck. Oh, yeah, but it's, no, but that's what I'm saying. One down, get the Glazers out. And fucking whip. Uh, the mate, that would be fucking blinding. What's he ever done wrong for you, though? <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, do you know what? It's, it's right in a way, like, he's done stuff for us that we don't even know about. But, no, I'm not being funny. The image from the outside, the image from the fan is he's a wanker. He's a wanker. Fuck off. Hate him. Oh, <laughs> He's got oh. you, every player that you've got lately. It's all been for him, and they're all shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we might have wanted other. We might have wanted other players, or we might have wanted. You can't tell me we we, we wanted Cavani last season. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We Oli ain't sitting again. We'll take Cavani on a free. He was a fucking panic buy. Igalo. Yeah, we'll, we'll get Igalo on loan on the last minute. So no, Woodward's fucking failed, done many, had many failures. He's pretty, you know, but... You'll you know get what? Mike Ashley in to replace him and you'll get Joe Linton in the summer. Oh, the 50 <laughs> mil. We're, we're fucking giving a profit on him and all. No. But no, listen, it's, it, well, listen, it's a win for football. If, if, if it, you know what I mean? But, like we said, regardless of now, 
But the scars, it's going to scar these clubs, and so it should. And it need they still need to be punished because at the end of the day, without the backlash, they had every intention of fucking off and yeah. doing their own thing. So, and yeah, no, I totally agree. And and the thing is, I like you, you boys have mentioned. Dave said it's got to be a hefty monetary like hit here for these clubs. And to be honest, I don't. I think a, a Europe European ban for one season. Like, I don't think one season's enough. But you can swallow a season. All right, two seasons. Then you're right. I think, yeah, I think it's got to be two years to sort of they go fuck me. A year goes like that, mate. It flies by. Yeah, I've done that in Europe anyway, so it won't bother us. Didn't, didn't, <laughs> didn't they do that to Spurs and Liverpool before? Yeah, they have banned us from. Yeah, two years. It's got to be well, two. What about like, in one, the... one year if you finish out of the top four and top six anyway? You're like, oh, that's right. We we'll go again next year anyway. Like one season, even players say they like. All right, we'll have one season out of the people, two seasons are like, oh, fuck, fuck well, that's it. Say Bruno Fernandes, for example. You're going to say to him, sorry, mate, next two seasons, you ain't playing in the Champions League unless you leave and go somewhere else. I don't think he'll leave. I, I think players will understand, they'll, they'll be like, we've been, fu-, you know, it's, it's bad ownership. Who are they going to go to? They're only going to be able to go to PSG, Bayern and Dortmund. Well, they'll go there, wouldn't they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. People will. I think. I think. I don't think that would affect too much. You've got your big teams coming up in the Prem now, and you like your Leicester's and your, and your West Ham's. Yeah. 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 And if they start getting more money, I'll tell you what. This is. They, they've got to be punished. And it leaves the door wide open for the mighty Leeds to come swooping through and win everything. I think it'd probably be fair then if they said wake like, him up, wake him up for fuck's sake. <laughs> TV basically TV, all the TV money that they would earn for for the year, dish it out between the other teams, kick them out of the competitions they're in now, and then ban them from Europe next year. Yes, two years. Yeah. Well, yeah, but if you're kicking them out now when they're in the final stages of it, yeah, that's even like True. that's almost that's worse. Even worse. Than getting, I mean, yeah, it'd be a kick in the bollocks for me because I'd say, now, again, you're so close. But again, you <laughs> this. I mean, we don't deserve it. We as fans don't deserve it. You fucking do. <laughs> no, none of us do. We fucking, we don't want this shit. In all fairness, the fans are the ones that have saved this shit because the, the protests they've put, that they've done have fucking sorted, yeah. half sorted and this shit out. And I have to say, especially, especially the fans of the, of the, of the six... The shameless six. Yeah, Liverpool, Chelsea fans I'm tonight. Fair play. Because imagine imagine if they backed it and those fans wanted it. it oh, fuck me. Have a hand for Leeds. Cheers, cheers Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for no, us getting them shirts printed up, boys. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but yeah, look, boys, that's um a bit well, of a strange yeah. podcast episode because it was... It was like fucking deadline day, that all the shit. Well, I, really, I, 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 I didn't even what? get the same a bit. It was it went to Greg. So yes, it was coming to me and then breaking news before Jonesy comes on. This just I mean, in. <laughs> in all fairness, I was just going to say the same as them anyway. To be yeah. fair, but yeah, it's fucking, it's just, honestly, we all, it's, it's an absolute fucking farce. It's an absolute joke, mate. Right, literally, oh God. I can't believe we're actually having to have the conversation. Go on. Just back to what, yeah, about the conversation. Back to what DS said. That and that was sort of an analysis, analogy of it, whatever. About you know, listed listing of houses. It's perfect like that. You should not be able to ever think about breaking away from the domestic league. The no. Champions League is a luxury. That is your, you know, that that's what you work for. How can you? What's the point in winning if you can't lose? 
<laughs> yeah. But it's, it's not them, them games at the end of the season. Oh, Man United v Liverpool. Um, we're both we're sitting fifth and sixth or, or fourth and fifth. Whoever wins goes fourth and gets the Champions League. What's the point if you're both going to be playing yeah. in a fucking thing anyway? It's, it's like, like joy out it's of like, it. It's like if you go down a pub, right, and, and you want to play pool, and there's like a little pool tournament, and at the end of the tournament, you, you win something, you win some money, you win like a keg of beer, and you're, you're playing for that, and you, you go into the super pool league, and it's just us just playing as mates, just fucking around on win or lose, doesn't really matter. It's What, what is the point? No, you know, you've, you've lost me on that one. I, li- I like the list of the houses, <laughs> but you fucking lost me on that one. <laughs> oh, do, you know what, do, do you know what gets me? Is it, so say... Say, like, Englishmen, rich Englishmen went over to America and tried to fucking totally change baseball or the NFL. Fuck me. Can you imagine? Like, it just would never happen. Why are they coming over and trying to change English football? It's just robbery, isn't it? They're trying to rob those clubs because of what the, the money they're worth. They're just trying yeah, to... Generating the money. It's, yeah, it's fucking... It's wrong. Like, literally, yeah. the way they've gone about it. I'm happy tonight. I'm not going to lie to you. We've, we've the league cancelled. Woodward gone. I've got to talk to a few of my pals. I'm fucking. Yeah, I'm happy. Cronenberg out, girls. Again, our clubs are still tarnished, mate. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, but, yeah, and do you know what? They, yeah, but we des- they deserve. You know, something's got something's got to happen. They can't just go. No, no, they did pull out of it, so don't worry. Because otherwise, like you say, in a year's time, two years, time, they didn't punish us. Damn, we might as well fucking do it now or whatever. Do, yeah. Do you think in the piss? If, say, all these owners were to get chopped and say, you've got to sell the club, would, would then you take away the fact that it, was, it wasn't the club's fault, it was, their, it was their, theirs fault? I think that's a good, I think that's a good shout. I think if, yeah. if, all these, if all these people involved... They should be forced club, to sell. They should be forced, yeah. If, if they do, I think you could pretty get away with saying, you know what, no punishment. They fucked up. That's they've, fair. They've, yeah. But can- they've, got to, they've got to leave. Can you realistically force them to sell their their property? No, the government could get the government like the government froze Roman Abramovich's um, assets, didn't they? Yeah, stopped Stamford Bridge getting built when it was quite far. And the government are all over this as well. Boris has been having a go, hasn't he? So, you know, I I would be you know at the end of the day, yes, we've won a title under their their leadership, but the fact that they've done this. They should no be out. Them. They should be no out because fucking we won the title, mate. Like, yeah, uh, totally, one hundred percent. Moving forward, how can you trust this, them sort of people to be making decisions for your club when they were going to make one like this? Can't they were happy you? to make one like this. You can't. So they've got to go. No, that's true. How can any club just carry on now with with knowing that they're the owner? How can anyone? No, the fans are back. The stick they're going to get. They're going to get booed. Calling them the though. Where do you ever see any of these people? The only time he, that John W. Emery come to the fucking game is like when he first bought the club and he and he thought, oh, I'll show everyone my trophy wife in the stand. Do, do you know what I mean? Apart from that, when I've never fucking seen him at the games. You, you, your Glazers. When do you ever see them at the fucking game? Well, Kyle, don't the games. So you know. I don't, I don't, I don't go. <laughs> Sky cameras never fucking go on them. <laughs> Conkey. I mean, no one knows who he is, do they? No. He's an alter ego. This is what and I mean. There's, there's like one image of him at a game about fucking six years ago. Like the only. He's like Keisha Soze, mate. He's not a real person. <laughs> yeah. These people don't come to the games. They're not. They don't care about the club, really. They just care about the financial state. 
Well, look, boys, we've we've sort of gone on on about it and that. So let's um, yeah, we'll, we'll bring the episode to a close. And I want to go and watch the Sky Sports News anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Cheers, we'll, boys. We'll sort of bring, it was a fucking mental episode. Like I said, considering all the news coming out as we sort of recalled it. But um, yeah, so I, I just want to leave the podcast with just a quote from. God himself, Marcelo Bielsa, on the the European Super League. Um, and I know you're cringing, Jonesy, but... Is it in Spanish? Yeah, what's it? But yeah, he puts, he, he puts it perfectly, and uh, I just thought it's, it's the right time to read it out, considering this has all come to, come to, um, to an end. So he says, the most powerful are powerful for what they produce but the rest are indispensable. And what makes competition great is the possibility for one of those weak teams to develop. Not the big teams playing each other, but the logic in the world at the moment, and football is not outside of this, is that the rich become richer and the rest just get poorer. And he's spot on. So I thought I'd just read that before we end, end the episode, boys. And um, yeah, hopefully this will be... Uh, the end of this Super League and we can sort of see what, what happens now with these sides. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. And thanks for everyone watching uh, on the YouTube channel. Make sure you slap a like on the video and subscribe to the channel. We've got some brilliant interviews coming up as well, as well as our usual uh, weekly podcast. Um, can't say too much yet, but we've got some some crackers coming up, lads. Um, and yeah, everyone on, on <coughs> listening on the podcast platforms, make sure you, you rate and review. And Pass the pod on to it to any mates of yours uh, who'd be interested, basically. Um, try and get it out there and get as many people listening and watching as we can. Um, also, yeah. head over to our, our Twitter and Instagram pages um, at only underscore footy underscore fans. And we've also now got a Facebook page. Um, just type in only football fans podcast and it comes up. It's a Facebook page. You can sort of follow everything on there, um, which is just started today. But um, yeah, until next time, guys. Thanks. Cheers, boys. Cheers.